Hi friends, Joseph here and welcome to Home of Sound. We started Home of Sound and this podcast series with one main intention. To help artists, promoters, regular band owners, playlist curators and others in the music industry share their messages and vision of the world. And as a byproduct, we hope that these chats will make you get to know our guests as people and that some of you will also get inspired by their stories, experiences, and work. Without further ado, enjoy today's guest. Conceptual, stage name for Simone Scardino, is a DJ, producer, and co-founder of the multi-art event platform Friendship Collective. The artist, who just released an album on Oscar Mulero's warm-up records, tells us how you may find inspiration by looking inward instead of looking for something outside of yourself. Born in south of Italy, he moved to Rome and eventually to Berlin to follow his burning passion for music. When very young, he was accidentally drawn to the art of DJing by a wedding performer. From that very moment, Simone was hooked in and had to start DJing himself and later producing music too. Driven by a strong willingness to represent arts and create spaces where multiple arts can blend together, Simone has been part of numerous projects and also co-founded Friendship Collective, a multidisciplinary event that brings together music, visual arts and performances. In this chat, we talk about collaborations, being selective in sending demos, shaping your own music and direction, and as we learn Simone's path, we discover one of his strongest values, being honest in any situation. Enjoy. Hey Simone, welcome to Homo Sound. Thanks so much for being with us. Hi guys, thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure for me. Good. How are you? Yeah, we were just discussing you and I about uh, the situation of clubs, what's going to happen in Berlin, in London, and it's yeah. a mess. <laughs> yeah, pretty hard, but we will figure it out. We'll be fine at the end, I'm sure. It's, it will be like uh, at the end, I think that will be not a nice things, this, but for the scene, maybe could be constructive and, you know, something. It's going to be different yeah, somehow. Exactly. And we were saying that hopefully this will lead to more local DJs playing more because yet there is clubs cannot afford to book yeah, international so, DJs. Yeah, 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 for sure. I, I mean, in the beginning, we'll be like this because club, you know, and promoter and stuff lost a bunch of money, you know. So it's normal that to restart, as long as low, they have to. Uh, support but you know should be from the the start like this that you support your local scene and not always just book big name stuff because it's normal that you should support yeah. your local scene but of course I think I think that now will be again like this uh, at least for a few yeah, months yeah <laughs> exactly so uh, I, I like what you said basically hopefully this is going to be like a great thing for for a lot of people yeah, and yeah, we, I got too. Yeah, and and then I, I think we're lucky. Like you live in Berlin, I live in London. Like we're still in like in good cities where there is plenty of DJs, plenty of clubs. Yeah, man, it's full of crazy DJ and crazy artists that are you know playing at home and producing for themselves in their room, and no one know them. And wow, yeah. when you see maybe 
sometimes play like a DJ that you don't know him and you say, well, who is this guy? Why is not playing Trezor or Belkan anywhere? Yeah. You know, why? And it's in this bar, for example, yeah. stuff like this. Yeah, and, and, and let's hope that like the, we're going to have more space also for a completely unknown artists and nobody's heard off yet. And we're going to give them more space to play yeah. and perform. Yeah, yeah, let's hope. Let's hope that yeah. it'll be like this. Um, so going to, talking about you, like I know you have uh, you have an album that is coming out uh, on uh, Warm Up Records, which is Oscar Mulero's record label. And uh, so the album is called Null Respect. What's the idea behind the album? Yeah. Yeah, well, um, it's, it's not really uh, meant to be an album with an idea or a concept because uh, most of the tracks were done during the during the this year last year you know and was not supposed to be an album then just i sent my music to oscar and then he made the concept of the album you know just picking the track and say i like this this and this so then after i tried to figure it out what uh, that track in that period of my life uh, were meaning to me, you know, to create a concept. And it was really fresh because also the project was created uh, when I knew it that I will do the album, you know. So I created everything all around this album that means a lot to me because it was made in a, <coughs> let's say, dark period of my life. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's I'm really attached to because it's really emotional. Some tracks are really close to me of the album. So yeah, basically this is the the concept, you know, like a true uh, just. I'm honest. I I didn't have a concept for the album. It it just my emotion inside the album, and I think it did a great job with the selection. Like that, uh, I we have a lot of different sounds yeah. inside, which and myself, you know, in a different way. My angry part, my love part, my emotional yeah. part, you know, a lot of it is mix. Yes. Yeah. And but yeah. I, I've listened to the album and thanks for sending it. Uh, I I think my favorite is is um uh, Tanz Tasmanian Devil. I think it's my favorite. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Devil. <laughs> the devil yeah, it's really uh something different and slow, like which is not techno, but yeah, it's I like the development of the track, you know, with this crazy sound that come into the groove and, you know, something, sometimes when I do music, I try to, uh, to do it how I, I am, you know, inside. Sometimes very calm, but in my brain, like, things are going fast, so sounds are going inside the groove, like, my, my thinking in my brain are going inside my yeah. feeling, you know. And that's what's going out. Yeah. It's not enough plan. It's just improvisation when I produce. And yeah. Yeah. So I was saying it's, it's a cool um, concept that you made all these tracks that were different and then you send them to someone else, in this case, Oscar, and he created the story. Yeah, man. I'm really, really happy about it because, you know, when you do an album for yourself, it's like, okay. Now I sit here, I want to do music, I want to do my album, I want to create a concept, I want the ambient one, I want the experimental one, I want the techno one, blah, blah. It depends what kind of music you are. But when you send 40 tracks to a 
you know, legend for you. And he says, okay, I want to do an album, 10 tracks. Now I pick the tracks and I send you. And then he chose perfectly the track that you were thinking of yeah. and say, whoa, yeah. what the fuck, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it did uh, completely the, the concept yeah. of the album. That's amazing. And can you tell us a bit more about the process that went into like working with uh, yeah with someone else who was, was in this case Oscar? So you you were did you know each other before or you just sent a demo? Uh, well, uh, we knew it because of Beat Movement released a couple of EP on Aina, the sub label of Polygroup, and then uh, I had some few tracks that I made myself and then he played July last year Tresor and I was there and after his performance I was talking to him and I gave him the CD with all the, the music and then after three days he wrote me on Instagram that he wanted to do the <laughs> the album and I was Whoa. Yeah. so happy yeah. great stuff yes and yeah the mastering was done by Carlos Konschiski who is a <laughs> great engineer yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, super cool. Yeah, I think like all the stuff I sent it to him. Uh, I think sometime I gave him pretty hard job because my sound is quite of it's kind of uh, sometime really uh, art. So of course it take a lot of uh, work for a master yeah. engineer, and but his work is always like. Nothing to say. It's perfect and sounds cool when you play the sound system. When when you play the at uh, the pitchy speaker, it's you know it's yeah pro. It's a pro. It's a very yeah. good mastering engineer. Yes, and talking about yeah. like your your other projects, uh, and I know I know you also run a collective called Friendship Collective. How yeah. did so that yeah. is a Berlin-based collective, right? And you do visual performances. I mean, you do. DJ sets and live live sets and also visual arts. Yes, basically it's a collective that's born uh, in Berlin uh, by me, my girlfriend Julia, and my best friend uh, Gabriele Salerno in Articode. They also do great music. And uh, yeah, well, the idea was like, why we should support only music artists? We are all passionate you know about art and visual and performance let's mix it together and create an event then from the event it went bigger because we decided to create a platform and uh, you know to share the the work of the artist to to show to the world the artists that we have you know also small artists that in the beginning they were just collaborating with us with small visual during the party then we became friends and then we created this big platform that's running really well. We have a lot of residents inside. Yeah, basically, we, uh, when we have the possibility, not at the moment, we, we produce events. Like the first part of the event is like more focused on the art performance. So we always decide, depend by the location and et cetera, what we want to do. But basically, it's like art exposition, body performances, live uh, music that mesh all the time with the performances. It's nice because we try to put in contact different kind of art and uh, ask to the artists, you know, to collaborate, to prepare something for the event. And this is great because after uh, after the event, artists 
continue to be in touch. And, you know, sometimes I was working on social media and I say, oh, two artists of my collective are working together for another project. Yes. It's amazing, you know, it's it, super it is, nice. It's very cool. And so you, yeah. you started, when did you start with the collective? When was the first event? Uh, we started like yeah. last summer and first event was in wow. Budapest, a uh, crazy location, uh, flashback photo studio. It's like um, old fabric and we had this uh, rooftop of the fabric, which is a warehouse, but super cool. And we had Stanislav Tolkachev, uh, me with the, the Bitwoman project, Gabriele Ticot, and uh, the um, In Silence. Uh, that is a duo from Budapest, which is uh, the owner of um, Distant Object Collective. Then we had other residents and we have a bunch of artists, uh, visual artists from Budapest and from my collective. So we mixed my collective artist with the Budapest scene artist and it was super nice because we met all before to set the art, to set the art around and it was a crazy experience for me. That was my first event, you know? And I was not into organizing <laughs> organizing events, which I really enjoy at the moment because I really like it. I'm not like the, the business part, but the constructive part behind you know, everything that yeah. is behind. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's a, like a, it's a craft in itself, like uh, being able to do a good party where there's a good vibe and people enjoy what they're doing. It's, it's, it's like it's a job in itself. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty hard job because, you know, vibes are really important in, in, a, in a party. And I think that when you have also different kind of art mixed yeah. with music, uh, the vibes is completely different. First, because you catch the attention of different uh, kind of uh, crowd, you know, because artists, you, you have a um, dance floor full of artists and it's amazing, man. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. True. And And... Yes, and, and also like uh, from the pure audience perspective, you're catching more senses at once. You're using like uh, your sight, you're yeah. using your ear, your uh, earring. Uh, ear. yeah. We try to give a 306 um, uh, yeah. Yeah, emotion, yeah. you know, just dancing and feeling the music. And maybe, for example, in Budapest, it was super nice because we set all the art around the, um, the warehouse. So before, when it was light, people were just enjoying drinking a glass of wine, watching the art. Then the, the light w went down, people went crazy with dance floor, but still you, you could see people with the phone going through close to the, um, the artwork with flesh to watch the artwork. And for me it was, wow, like, you know, you... And then in the morning when the sun went up again, you were all... Of course, you see the fucked up people, uh, you know, at the end of the party, the tripping, watching the artwork, and it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's really cool. <laughs> and and so now you have, um, now that everything uh, kind of stopped uh, temporarily, like, do you have some way of keeping people in your collective together? So, well, I'm trying to do my best with all the the work I'm doing, uh, like in music, because at the moment only way to show your work is like doing music or streaming and stuff like this. So I'm trying to let the artists of the collective work collaboration with me or with the Gabriele or with the artists that which I think would be nice that they collaborate, you know, to give them, of course, a little bit of uh, visibility also in this uh, really 
dark period yeah. for everyone. Yeah, and basically they are working with me for the album. I have six official videos wow. coming out. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically it's like this. Then we are trying to organize uh, some streaming, which I'm not really fan of, but of course we have to do it because also for us, you know, just I need to play. I want to play. <laughs> yeah, I need it. And uh, of course I will do it with the uh, collaboration with the um, performers of uh, the collective. Uh, yeah, basically my project, it will be most of the time collaboration with or a um, body performers or a video um, yeah a video editor that will do the the visual or uh, yeah something like this yeah. all the time and yeah i have a few residents that uh, we are working on and yeah i'm really yeah. happy about it i'm i'm with you i think it, combining also videos uh, in techno is something that i think it, it's becoming more and more important there are more and more artists that are using videos together with techno drugs it works really well. I think it's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful effect. Yeah, it's like it's art, you know. We have to to do it what we can to to use our creativity at the maximum. Yes, I think this is a good way to yeah. to mix it and to work with other people who are out. Yeah, to work with other artists, people who do different yeah. kinds of arts. Yeah. yeah, like I mean, collaboration is is the way to to reach what you want you know alone you don't do you, you can do something but it's still only yes. for yourself and when you do, you do it with other people that you can feel that they have the same feeling of you they have the same uh, need of you they they have the same power they have the same creativity and then you mix it you have a double and it's yeah. wow yeah exactly and you you can expand like a, it's almost like you complement each other like uh, so it was like one plus yeah. one is like three or four or five. It's not two. Yeah. Yeah. True. Do, do you do you have any yeah. person uh, that you have met throughout your path uh, you really worked well with, where you learned from each other? Maybe like it's a person you randomly met. I don't know. Maybe it's your, it's your girlfriend, I guess, or T code or someone else. Uh, you mean in music yeah, or in yeah. general? Yeah, I mean like. Uh, for sure, uh, my girlfriend helped me a lot and teached me a lot about uh, my personal, uh, my person, you know, because I was a little bit introvert and scared to show emotion to people or what I was feeling or if I was angry. I was keeping everything inside myself and then exploding like a bomb, like a, not like a bomb, like a bomb. And yeah. Um, I she teached me how to approach in a different way, and I think it's getting better now. I feel more happy to, and yeah, of course, Gabriela, it's a, a good mate for me. We do a lot of music together. We we are we never studied music. We always did everything by ourselves, and uh, we discovered together a lot of stuff. We experimented together a lot of stuff. I have to say that I have a great. I had in the past which I still respect him a lot uh, as a friend and um, DJ and producer. Uh, I had a great influence from Giuseppe Dileria. I yeah, yeah, I know him. You know him? Like, he's, for me, it's one of the best producers uh, in the studios. Like, he knows yeah. everything. And he's also one, he's also, he did also everything by himself. And he, when I started to produce uh, some year ago, 
I uh, I was with him and he showed me and explained me uh, in the beginning like some trick to how to improve, you know. And then for the mixing and mastering part, I have to say thank you to uh, Luigi De Lewis, that is a sound engineer from Rome, that which is close friend to me also that gave me a lot of advice. He was, like, um, was one yeah. of the most famous DJs uh, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. 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 Yeah, true. Was, wow. Yeah. Piece of, he's a piece of history for yeah. the Italian. Yeah, yeah, it's a story. Yeah. Of history, true. Amazing, yes. Um, so you, 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 are, you do multiple stuff. You do a, so you are a DJ producer. You have your own collective. You're now really working on an album. You work with other artists. How do you split your time? Like, is there any let's say tricks that you've learned over the years to manage your time effectively hmm. well this is still um a problem for me because i have to understand how to divide my personal life and my work sometimes it's not possible i have to be honest my girlfriend always say that i have to do it but yeah i understand it's it's hard to live with a person like me that's like workaholic or just get up in the morning, drinking coffee, say, uh, checking everything is okay and start to work until uh, 11 and maybe at 11 you finish done your uh, uh, paperwork and uh, email stuff and talking with people and then you start to produce until six in the morning, you know, it's <laughs> it's a circle yeah. that never ends. But yeah, basically I'm trying to, to split a little bit also to enjoy my life, my private life, my friends, not always talking about music, just, yeah, basically, I want to do this in my, this in my life, you know, and also for me, it's also uh, nice to make it yeah. all day, but sometimes I really feel it that my brain is going crazy. Yesterday, for example, I was uh, eating with Gabriele, and we were talking about other stuff, and then I was like completely in my own world, and my brain was going, <laughs> crazy and I say okay sorry Gabriel was in my own world you know because sometimes like this yeah. and I totally yeah you, you, you it sounds like you like a lot what you do and and it's sad because it doesn't feel yeah. work or it's almost like your your brain is on mm. constant high because you're doing you're enjoying what you're doing and then you forget like oh shit I, I should have eaten I should have slept like you know two hours ago <laughs> Should I cook? Should I eat? Should I shower? Should I do something? I don't know. I'm just sitting here at the computer for yeah. 24 hours. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I I, yeah. I feel for that. Yeah. And so you you live with your girlfriend at the moment, or yeah, yeah we live together. Is she yeah. so she works with you on the parties on the event side, but does she do music as well? No, she doesn't do music. She's studying marketing communication. Uh, um, uh, in a business school so kind of uh, interesting also because she will of course take care of all this part of the collective but she's also super creative and she likes a lot music she supports me and she supports good music so it's kind of important to have someone on your side that supports yeah. everything you do no? yeah. and indeed it's like a, it's, it's, your, it's your family it's your crew yeah and does she, yeah. so are there any tricks that like I struggle as well myself with relationships because as you said like when we like our stuff we if nobody told us anything we would be like in front of the laptop for days you know yeah, yeah it's 
it's pretty hard, but uh, to be honest, at the moment she's writing the thesis for the master thesis, so she's doing kind of the same of me, you know. So we don't have this problem at the moment, but I'm sure that we will have it when she will be done. And yeah, of course, I have to divide work and personal and also mix it. But yeah, of course, we have to yeah, split it. Find the know. balance. Yeah. Yeah, makes right. sense. Uh, going back into your roots, so you you come from from Lecce, from Italy. Then you moved to Rome. Eventually, now you're in Berlin. How was it? What's your story? Like briefly, what brought you to Rome and Berlin? Well, quickly, it's it's a bit hard to say it quickly, but yeah, I started to do music when I was really young, thirteen yeah. years old, and then I did all my first approach to music in my hometown. I was doing like with my friends, birthday party, uh, animation on the on the beach, you know, this stuff when you are young. And then I, uh, when I grow up, that I was not sure I wanted what I wanted to do. And then I did two years of military, which is something that I will, will never do if I come back again. But then I understood that my, my life was music and not serving or do anywhere something different and uh yeah i decided to move to rome and start my beat movement project with mattia and then there it went big we start to produce and blah blah yeah and then of course i needed to explore more you know and of course i, I decided to move uh, here in berlin because yeah i knew it was i was not really into the techno scene, you know, because I, I was still young and new for this world. And uh, yeah, Berlin completely changed my life and showed to me that this is the world I wanted to be yeah. part. And I wanted, to, of course, I'm not talking about uh, everything is behind this, you know, because we know that everything is behind this completely fucked up. But yeah. I wanted to do music and Berlin, I think it's the perfect city uh, that give you the possibility to do it, you know, because it's, uh, uh, you can do it sacrifice, but still here you can enjoy life because people are amazing and yeah, they are super open-minded. And if you are a musician, you have a work, you are doing the work. If you are a musician in Italy, they ask you, yes, but which one is your real work, you know? And, it's the same, uh, yeah, the same kind moment. of, yeah, 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 kind of feeling uh, part of something. And yeah, I feel part of this. Yeah, and there is, you know, in a way, I, I guess it's cultural. Like because it, I felt the same when I when I moved to London. I think London is very similar to Berlin in that respect. Like people, it's a job like anything else. It's like you know, you want to do it, you like it, go fucking do it. So I remember. It's very different when you are in Italy because the majority of the people will tell you, yeah, yeah, but what's what's your real job? Like, I'm not asking about your... Yeah. <laughs> how you earn money, how you yeah. eat yourself, you know? Yeah, That's true, true. yeah. And yeah. about the Berlin scene, so when you compare Berlin with the Italian culture, what is something that is very, very different, aside from this thing about considering DJs? Uh, very, very different, for sure. It's like the open mind uh of the the mindset of people basically you know completely different yeah it's like uh going for enjoying um 
a party, to uh, have a meeting with your friends, to listen to music. It's completely different approach. You know, here people sit in a uh, apartment and listen to music and talk about music and people show mu new music to other people. You know, it's a community. It's really based on uh, on the scene, on the on the music scene, you know, and which in Italy is, doesn't exist, yeah. is, of course. And uh, yeah, in Italy, we have a, we had in the past a big scene, you know, like uh, all the rave stuff, uh, which is Max Durante, all these people, you know, and um, yeah, but we have what is behind, but what is now the scene is completely null, you know, uh, it's zero. Uh, you can have parties, you can have uh, uh, stuff, but it's only business, it's only money working, you know, it's nothing really about culture and emotion and have fun and joy yeah. and nothing. Yeah. I, I guess also there's, I, I guess if the culture is telling you that DJing is something that is not really worth, worth it, like it's very hard for a scene to flourish because then it's almost like you, you do whatever you can, but then everybody's telling you you should not be doing that, or that is bullshit. It's very hard for people yeah. to take you yeah. seriously, for people to grow up thinking that you can do that yeah. as a job, as a career. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that in Italy, the problem is um, the state that doesn't support this kind of, uh, you know, reality. Because if I was... Uh, feeling at home in Italy, doing my work and my music, I will not need, you know, the, the necessity to go in another country to do it. Maybe I will need it to, because I wanted to explore a different culture and different blah, blah, but I will enjoy my and my family, you know? Yeah, yeah, indeed. And which is also a shame because for, for Italy itself as a country, like a lot of young people, who are smart, who are intelligent, who can be very productive, who, you, you are a hard worker, right? So if, as a country, I see you going, like I'm losing a huge potential. Because maybe you would set up a family in Berlin, yeah. which is great for Germany, but Italy yeah. has lost like a great contribution to like culture, else even economic culture, like, economic yeah. contribution, like everything. I mean, we lost everything in Italy. What we have at the moment is just... Uh, you know, the, the, the architecture that's remained there and the art that's remained there because all the artists move away. Yeah, yeah. it's a shame. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I hope, like, I guess there are some scenes where, like, it, the Italian, I mean, there's probably money around that. The new trap hip-hop scene in Italy, which is probably the biggest genre, this is where the money is. So I guess that makes it sustainable. But it's predominantly in Milan as well, so it's not so much in Rome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that, um, yeah, this scene is quite uh, big now in Italy. This is what they uh, like to do at the moment, I think, because it's a easy shop, easy choice, you know? Like, it's kind of uh, easy to sell a product that is for the mass, for young people, than uh, techno tracks that... Uh, you will never understand because the culture there is uh, is zero, no? About this, about electronic music at the moment, I mean. And it's 
it was easy to them to build a trap or you know new generation uh, music culture for the young people and as we know like you know the masses are really easy to reach yeah. with this product so it, yeah. it, yes it is and in talking about your musical influences what what has been a big yeah. influence in your way of creating music and in your artistic creation well if i have to be honest i i am really thankful to the people that teach me and show me trick and stuff but i always try to don't look behind me i just try to look inside me and find inspiration you know just uh yeah i i never uh, you know uh watch some other artists and say mm I like it. I want to do something like this. I say always watching and say, mm, I like it, but this is not what represents me. I have to find what represents me and what inspires me. And yeah, this is my, I think, point of view and my, yes, my yeah. vision, you know. And I think it's like, I see a lot of, a lot of producers who are in a way too much stuck on what works already without like really looking into what yeah. would I like to do. Yeah. It's a shame this because a then shame. again, like there's so much potential that we don't even know. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's hard. I understand like young producer that they try to keep the, the result, not to reach the result. And of course they, they don't know how to work because they are young and no one tell them, hey, my friend, be careful because if you do like this okay maybe you reach your point but then you are doing what everyone else is doing you know you are not creating anything new you are no one will remind you one day yeah this and in a way and also like in a pure so i think there are, there are two sides of it which is like are you ever going to be happy about this if you make stuff for to please someone potentially right and not because you really like it uh me personally i will not be happy but maybe some people are more happy to reach the result and they don't care about what they create to reach the result you know to be happy it's it's a point of view everyone is have a different uh, opinion for about sure. happiness for me happiness is like when i do my music and people say say to me well it's weird it's different it's a crazy different sound uh, that's make me proud you know because it's something that i i had inside i didn't watch out to reach some label i just did what i wanted to do and yeah. that's the result is there any way that you remind yourself to keep doing what you feel inside instead of uh, being conditioned by what's outside Mm. Um, yeah, well, uh, I mean, if, if you do it and you are doing it for, like, like we were saying before, for reaching an objective, it's a point. But if you, you are doing it only for yourself and your happiness, and of course, you can reach other points with this product, of course, I will continue to do this and be happy with my music and my results. But yeah, I will never compromise myself for doing an uh, uh, easy product or not say commercial, but 
more easy to sell to reach uh, another big lab label or blah blah you know i yeah i i will continue to do what i think that is uh, that make me happy and if one day i will think that what i'm doing is going in a wrong direction i will stop a little bit and think about it why i'm going in a wrong direction why i'm uh, someone is influencing influencing you yeah. or blah blah you know uh, i'm i'm really stuck with my opinion i i think that i wanted to continue to do this in the way i'm doing it because actually it's making yeah. me happy so was there so you said you 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 do your own thing and what is your strategy or how you think about sending demos to other labels versus doing releases on your own platform well um basically i just do the music and then i create a playlist with all my creation and send to the label i respect and i like the music they produce uh not watching about anything about uh, how they are mainstream or no because i don't care i just want that my music is released on a music on a music label that i respect which is uh, important you know and uh, of course i i i send the music only to the person that i trust and i know that this will give me uh will give the the, the right um uh view to my music you know and i never um, uh send music like random never because it's a mistake and how many dj young producer that want to be fast send them around and release music on every platform they can and then they never reach they will never reach uh a big step you know maybe they are happy with this but this is my point of view i i i try to be selective and yeah not sending my music so much around but just to the person that i respect and then i know that uh they way to work it's professional this is really important for me which with the warm up it's i never saw something really professional like this you know it's my first time that i have an approach with a big label and yeah it's amazing uh, how they work it's a big team they are uh, really a family they work really in a family I way i agree i had the pleasure to work with uh, with with mulero and and yeah hans who is mulero's manager i met them at fucking amazing yeah. we're like yeah we want to work yeah. with these people you know really cool <laughs> indeed yeah and going back to your origins as a dj and producer what do you remember any moments where you saw a dj and you say fuck i want to do this this is my thing i was my first time i saw dj was i think 11 years old it was in germany and uh, was a tape dj it was playing wow. so it tape was kind of stopping one and putting the other one wow exact and uh, was super cool because it was um uh mariage of my uncle family and uh, i was there and there was this young dj i think he was like around 20 something like this and is i was there looking at him you know and say come behind come here you know it was german i was not really understanding and they say something in german that which i really not understand but i have this 
flashback in my brain and my aunt translates for me and uh, he says to me, I have to go to the bathroom. When this song finish, just pray, please pray on this tape. And I was, wow, I really doing it? You know, and I was so excited. And then I said, yeah, I wanted to do this for wow. the rest of my life. And then I discovered wow. all the world. That must be crazy. Like imagine, imagine yeah. if, 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 I don't know if this guy knows that like he activated so much of a life changing process. I, I, I was thinking uh, yesterday because I posted this photo on Instagram and I wanted to ask my aunt if he reminds um if they remind the, the name of this guy just to send him a message and thank him you know say thank you wow. for this yeah yeah that would be an amazing story like you know, imagine like this guy gets a call yeah. and i don't know maybe he's old now and maybe maybe he's in berlin just playing vinyl in some place you know and even don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> wow that's an that's an amazing story like and, and and since then, so you were 11 when you, when you started to think about it, uh, you were probably mesmerized by this new world. And yeah. what, so do you think about yourself as a producer first or as a DJ first? No, no, no. Uh, I started as a DJ. Uh, I started as a DJ until 2010. 2010, I started to do my own music because I, <clears throat> I needed... Uh, to play my music. I wanted to play my music. And also because I was feeling that, okay, what uh, the music uh, I have to buy now to play is not really matching what I wanted to play. So I was going always really in the path, all the old school stuff and groove stuff. And then I started to produce because I wanted to play my music because no one was uh, pushing this um, stuff that mm. I wanted to play. And so I was not able to buy any new music, which was the kind of sound that was representing me that, that period of my life. So I, was, I just started to do my own label and production. And yeah, I started to, in this way. Got it. But uh, basically, I, <clears throat> I started as a DJ. And I still enjoy a lot yeah. to DJ. And of course, I enjoy also a lot to produce. I think the perfect will be the live set, which I'm preparing. But yeah, I love DJing. I love producing. I love everything. It's uh, putting me in a crowd and give fun to other people and have connection. And you can see that they have having yeah. fun, yeah. you know? Yeah, indeed. And I, and I, and I guess the, the, the two things help each other. So if you think about you produce music that you want to play and then you play music that influences also your production. And yeah, yeah, it's sorry, go ahead. Uh, yeah, 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 it's, it's, it's like this you know, you, you, you are influenced by your production and by the, the way, of course, of uh, what you wanted to, uh, to propose to the crowd you know, yeah. in the party. So, yeah, for me, it was like I wanted to play my music in the party, and most of the time, also, yeah, you know, minimum I have to play. 30, 40 minutes of my unreleased track, one other the other, you know, like tum, 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 like this, because I want to see the reaction of the people of my music, from my music. And it's a test, like, and yeah. so how much of, let's say you're playing your, your tracks or you're playing any track for that sake, but then you're in a party and you see that there is a reaction of people, how much of that influences your next track on? 
uh, well, I, I kind of follow the um, uh, the emotion and what the crowd show me. Uh, but basically, when I, I play my music, it's different, you know, because I can feel it that they are enjoying on something that I create. So I want to keep it continue like this. I want to continue to put my music until. I think that it matched with what I'm doing, you know, with the set and with everything. Uh, yeah, of course, the, the crowd influences me with the music choice. I never prepare something behind, uh, before um, uh, performances. I just go there with my, now we'll say USB, yeah. <laughs> not vinyl anymore, because I, I got a big stall in Berlin two years ago with all my vinyl collection. So now I go with my USB. And yeah, I just put USB and then first track I start, okay, I start like this, but then nothing yeah. is planned. I just go after yeah. the flow go. And yeah, USBs are like super convenient because you drop so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are there boundaries, like limits to the type of music they want to replace? So if you say you go for a techno set, should a DJ go like whatever they want to play or is more like, okay, they should kind of have their own style? I mean, you should find the right compromise, I think, because, of course, if you play an hardcore set in a place where the, the crowd is used to feel the, 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 the groovy stuff, like, for example, if you play an hardcore set at Bergheim, you know, people will watch you like, and now yeah. what do we do? You have to find, but if you are an hardcore DJ and you play at Bergheim, you have to find yeah. the right compromise, you know? So, yeah, this is the... Um, Uh, the intelligence of DJ, the power of a DJ is uh, to uh, find the right music that make the crowd happy and yourself happy with the selection. And of course, if you are playing, you are a hardcore DJ and you are playing Bergen and you are pushing 30 tracks and then you go up when you see that the crowd is ready, then you start to put your yeah. shit, you know? It's normal. You have to find the compromise. Yeah. It's true. It's like a journey. You're building up a story. And then you can start with like... Yeah, you have to build a story. You have to get people ready for your music. I never start with my own production because I know which is really difficult sometimes to understand my sound. So I bring people to understand my sound, you know? So I create something and then when I feel that the crowd is ready, okay, okay now it's my... my But it's, yeah. It's more like creating a, it's a two-way conversation in a way, like you're kind of building up the conversation from the warm-up to, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And yeah. a couple of more questions. So um, I'm thinking, uh, so going back to Conceptual, so now you have an album released. Yeah. Do you have a plan for the next year or so? Uh, well, I don't like to plan so much, just like to go with the flow, but of course I'm, I will follow... Uh, some guideline for uh, the, the best of the project. I'm doing music with uh, uh, other artists, which I will not sure. uh, say it at the moment. Yeah. I cannot say it. And I have a few uh, objectives and yeah, which I would like to reach. Uh, of course, I would love to continue my collaboration with the warm up, uh, you know, with the family. Of course, I, I will give my priority to them because I, they give me the to start a project, a new project. 
such a you know in a such a beautiful way with an album on warm up and i will always say thank yeah. you to them and uh, yeah this is my plan and then of course i would like to when it will be possible to reschedule everything we lost with this covid in uh, which we had uh, like a big plan with friendship with the collective we had to visit russia we had to visit uh, spain france we had poland we had a lot of stuff and yeah let's hope that uh, we'll be again back yeah 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 soon. hopefully so yeah hopefully really we, we get back soon otherwise i mean we keep producing music and, and releasing that's the worst case That's scenario yeah. <laughs> and a yeah. couple of like like going to toward the wrap up so what is a, a guilty pleasure for you a track or maybe a couple of tracks that you you almost never played but for you you were like i really love this mm. track you listen to them like even if it's not techno yeah i have uh good tracks that uh, kind I, i feel really attached to this track and maybe i will play it one day i never did but i always i did it one time in a podcast that is i don't know if you know soons uh it's a band in the psychedelic indie band and the, the track is called the 2020 like 2020 and wow. li- listen to it it's crazy yeah and uh, it's kind of uh psychedelic rock but with a really groovy uh and uh, punchy bass you know like i'm sure that people will enjoy it. maybe like like last track in a closing it will in be sense, perfect yeah. you know yeah yeah uh, <laughs> amazing yes well, um one more question on uh, around you what is a Simone's secret weapon so outside of music or in music uh i try to be honest with everyone this is what i think it's my weapon and what people say to me sometimes you should not be so honest but yeah i cannot be i cannot lie to people you know and when i think that i'm lying to people about something yeah. i don't feel well and i think this my not weapon but my attitude i like to be clear and transparent with people you know and say hey, this is not going to happen i don't like this i like this just this you know just be honest with uh, everything not hide what you have to hide if you don't feel it just don't do it or yeah. say it was there any example of uh, a situation where that thing didn't work or backfired because you were too honest and someone took it wrongly um i think kind of this new opening of my project is uh showing to people that i want to be honest yeah. with everyone yeah. got it yeah and you'll take whatever whatever happens out of it yeah. that's that's yeah exactly. <laughs> that's, it is exactly. a secret weapon <laughs> nice um and then we we have a little tradition that we are experimenting with our guests so we ask uh, everyone to te- to ask to tell us like, what is a question that we should ask our next guest and you we don't know who the next guest is going to be who would you ask them <laughs> uh, i will ask what is 
what is the the the, the point that pushed you uh, to start to to do a uh, artistic project in this scene, which is really really uh, difficult at the moment, no? And what is the message behind what you wanted to to say to people with your music? This is yeah, exactly. What you wanted to say with your music to to the people, to the audience? This is what I would like to ask. Yes, I I love that. It's a deep question. <laughs> Not gonna be easy to, to answer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like to to give uh, difficult questions to people. You know, I'm curious if you will yeah, answer yeah. to this. We'll see. I'm interested. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Like, who's gonna answer that? And, and as you might imagine, there is a question for you from our previous guest, uh, which is yeah. slightly different, and is. Uh, what is one of the most embarrassing moments of your teenage years? Something that, yeah. Teenage years? Mm, let me think, teenage. Oh, I think maybe one time I went like uh, to the school with my scooter, you know, this, uh, when you are a teenager, yeah. you have your scooter and no one went in because it was before the entrance. And then when it was raining so much, and then when I had to enter inside, like I lost the control of the scooter and I was falling down and everyone <laughs> was watching me and said, what the fuck, you know, man, now why not 200 meters before now? <laughs> it was, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I'm that kind of person that I don't care. I just stand up again, took my scooter and went up and, hi guys, how are you? <laughs> you know, like nothing happened. But inside, I was feeling a bit, oh no, yeah. what I did now. And especially when everybody's like uh, watching you in that moment. Yeah, because then you give a lot of attention to people. Everyone coming to you and say, are you okay? We should call an ambulance, stuff like this, you know? But no, you know, nothing. <laughs> fine. Really serious. Yeah, yeah. Fine. that's great. Um, Simone, this has been, has been a great chat. Uh, yeah, thank you for, for spending time with us. Do you have any latest projects? So the album is for sure one, but anything else you want people to go and check if they're interested? Uh, yeah, the album, of course. And then I, I would like to to give uh, to people uh, the, um, the advice to check when we'll be out the 5th of May, yeah. of June, sorry, uh, the, the, the video collaboration I made with artists, which is something that, also, someone that's not into techno could yeah. appreciate. So the video collaboration is um, for one track, or is for five tracks? You, you mentioned five, six, five or six tracks. Uh, six okay, well, tracks, yeah. yeah. And those are all coming out in the same yeah. day on fifth of June. Yeah, the fifth of June will be the official uh, coming out of the tracks and the video on the channel on a YouTube channel, uh, which uh, it's. Uh, I don't remember the name because it's like a lot of right. number. Uh, yeah, I will post on my social media so everyone can check it. I'm like constantly posting on my Instagram small teaser and stuff just to uh, give people some yeah. candy, you know, for the moment. Yeah, the way some idea, ideas of like what it's going to be. Yes. So for sure, we, we will link to that. Yeah. And yes, looking forward to seeing uh, the album out. Yeah, yeah, me too, man. It's been a journey, I'm sure. And yeah, it's super nice because I'm receiving a lot of feedback. A lot of people are playing the track, and yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah, I'm amazing. really happy for you, uh, and it's a great project. 
you are in great hands Thank you. working with a great crew. So I'm sure it's going to be an interesting experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I can't wait to come to London soon when it will be everything. I was talking also with Alessandro that we have yeah. to meet soon. So or in Berlin or in London. Let's hope that we'll for be... For sure. Alessandro is actually uh, going to Berlin for a while. Yeah. August, yeah. right? Something like this. Yeah, I will meet yeah. him there. And so Ali will be in Berlin. I don't know. I, um, I hope you and I can meet as well, like at some point out in London or Berlin. It would be good to hang out. Yeah. <laughs> sure yeah nice and uh, i wanted to say yesterday i was checking yeah. my promo mail i received a uh, various artists i remember the name which was a uh, and oh, yeah, yeah. track inside it was uh, i wanted to say it's a really cool tracks really nice. yeah well done thank you yeah, yeah. so maybe, maybe it's, yeah. it's on my label uh, i guess yeah, it's, it was a was a four track album uh various artists yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's that one with a red, red cover. cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's this, why right? ways to die. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you for checking. Nice. Cool. Ah, you're welcome. I always check new promo music because it's like you know the way to discover artists. Yeah. Yeah. Man, thank you so much for uh, being time. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure. All that yeah. anytime. Hopefully, we will meet in in person very soon. Yeah. 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 Cheers. Uh, possiamo ok diciamo che l'ufficio recording è tagliato va bene bro è stato un piacere un piacerone scusa se il mio inglese non è il top Beh. del top onestamente cioè, penso che è andata benissimo nel senso non, ho, non ci sono problemi con, con l'inglese anche non è